Simon. Sam. Hello. Hi, Sam. How's it going this morning? It's so early. Oh, dude, I know. I'm so sorry. I have like an eight o'clock conferency thing thing. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm hating life right now. Um. Okay. But other than that, how are you, Sam? Great. I'm talking to you. I've just Yay. found the most hilarious thing on the whole internet without intending to be hilarious. Um, have you heard of HubSpot? Is it only a thing that people in marketing know about? I've heard of HubSpot, but I'm struggling with definition. It's like... It's really early, Sam. <laughs> okay, so HubSpot is like this tool that supposedly audits your website to tell you whether it's got all the good things and they've invented a blog topic generator that's entirely serious it's not like one of these ridiculous 10 things this is the future of media simon we won't need to think of things Mm. we won't need to have any creativity the algorithms will just tell us what to write about so let's try something i found it cyrus goats Mm. and what are you doing sam I'm sorry, something went bleeping. I think it was my... I don't know how to no, do the morning. what are you doing? I'm making, <laughs> I'm making a blog post about Miley oh. Cyrus, goats, and give me another, another word. I need one more noun. Turquoise. Tur- That's not a noun. Turquoise is a noun. Colors are nouns, aren't they? They're things. Uh, okay, Colors are fine. Thing. All right. Give me a blog post. Oh, 10 there things. There can be adjectives. <laughs> this is great. Like ten monkey. Things- <laughs> 10 things your competitors can teach you about Miley Cyrus. Mm. <laughs> Miley Cyrus See. and Turquoise, 10 surprising things they have in common. Oh my God. <sighs> this, is, okay. this is amazing. This is amazing. So you're, you're putting words into a thing and then it's giving you blog topics. Yeah, but it's totally for real. Mm. It's like, yes, this, is, this would be valuable for you to write and then put on the internet. You know, that would be a good use of your day. Okay, I'm with you. I'm on it. HubSpot's blog topic generator. Don't know Dude. what to blog about? Let us think of ideas for you. <laughs> uh, Man, let's go mornings, coffee, and... Refrigerator. Refrigerator. Okay, do it. I'm humming while we wait. I see. How Did, long okay. does this take, oh, Sam? Oh, sorry, I thought you were doing it. Okay, I've just done it. 20 myths oh. about mornings, 15 best blogs to follow about coffee, the worst advice we've ever heard about refrigerator. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. This is, ah, man, media on the internet, it's weird. You know what I love about blogs, Sam? Mm. Um, wait, I know, this, <laughs> I know the answer to this one. Uh, as how um, I got nothing. I've got nothing, Sam. I, I just I, I don't know. I like that there are still blogs in the world where, if you're interested in incredibly niche and arcane subjects, there is someone blogging about like ancient Hittite grammar. You know that that makes yes. me happy. Yeah. That's what I like about blogs too. Thanks yeah. for uh, finishing that thought for me, Sam. That's okay. You beamed mm-hmm. it across the internet, and then I received it. Your thought. Do you have a, Do you have a blog? Uh, I have a, a place on the internet where about twice a year I publish something, um, and that's about it. So I don't think that counts. Mm, I think it does, actually. I think that's how blogs work, don't they? Isn't that what mm-hmm. you're supposed to do with them? I guess that's how they work in practice, but not how they're supposed <laughs> to work. I don't know. Mm. Do you, so, you've, still got, you've still got a blog space, don't you? 
No, I I have like some blog posts from a very long time ago that are backed mm. up somewhere um, from when people used to uh, care what I th- I thought about, and then my mother got tired of that, and um, <laughs> now there's no one. Um, oh. But I've started writing on Medium because I like Medium, and I mm. um, I like their style, man. Yeah, uh, you know, Ev's got swagger, mm. and so um, so I've been writing things on Medium. And what I enjoy about Medium is there's a really involved community of people who read other people's um, stuff and pretend to mm. care. Um, so it's, Medium's a bit like a support group for people who write things. <laughs> and, uh, and people who write things need support groups. So mm. I'm in. Because it's very lonely. But I think a blog can be a, a powerful thing. So last, last week I told you about David McCraney, whose book uh, You Are Now Less Dumb I really liked. Mm. Um, but David McCraney hasn't always been an author. Um, you know, his first book, You Are Not So Smart, started out as a blog. So he started a blog called You Are Not So Smart, which he still mm. got going at youarenotsosmart.com. And he wrote tons of blog posts about why people aren't smart, which is the easiest thing to blog about, really. Um, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he had enough blog posts after a while for it to become a book. And then the book was really popular. And then he did a second one called You Are Now Less Dumb. So, for That's David McCraney, uh, it wasn't just, you know, a way of um, explaining to his mother who he really was now that he was grown up and wore big boy pants. Um, it was a way of writing a book. Mm. Um, and that's pretty cool. So, I think, I think blogs have a use. I'm yet to see companies do a really good job of blogging. Oh, Usually, no. it just becomes a contrived mess um, of stuff written by interns on a schedule because that's how you do blogs, right? You just make sure that every Tuesday somebody writes a thing about oh, another man. thing. Yeah, totally. So and, I've been um, thinking, oh man, sorry. I've been mm-hmm. thinking so much about this this week about how in general companies try to act like humans and then just can't. And then just they make every place that they come onto on the internet more shit. So Facebook <laughs> as a perfect example, although Facebook was always pretty cuck, let's be honest. But now say. I go on there and there's just like brands who think that I want to see their version of curated rubbish from yes. other places on the internet, you know, and I just know mm. no one does. Oh man. Yeah. Why and do blogs. they do that, Sam? Is, because people like you tell them they should. Tell them hey. I should. I know. Jesus. Mm. Oh, man. Let's make, a t- let's make a tweet about it. Yeah, nobody reads your blog. Twitter's <laughs> a blog. Micro this blog. is meta-blogging, Sam. I just yeah. blogged about blogs. Dude, wild. Send. <laughs> um, do you think it- somebody will read this and retweet it? <laughs> Uh, well, if they don't, then our life, our lives have no There's meaning. There's only one way to find out, Sam. You have to put yourself out there. You've got to ship it, man. Just ship it. So, the thing that I love I'm making and don't, more oh, tweets. there it is. Oh my god! And there it is now. That on my was Twitter. a meta blog um, post about blog posts. Please retweet. <laughs> oh my god! We this shouldn't do this so early in the morning. Fun, man. Fuck. I should blog more. Uh, I, I actually heard that as somebody's New Year resolution. What? I should blog more. Oh, Jesus. That should I, never be anybody's resolution. Sam. I should write more is a, is a, is a good one. But, uh, no, you know. should do more stuff. And if writing is, is something worth doing, then mm. do that. But mm. just do more stuff. I should blog more is like, it's, it's got no definition. 
You know, what mm. does that mean? What are you going to blog about? Mm. I should suck less. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's start being more decisive. <laughs> like put some yeah. definition in there. You should suck less at what? And how are you going to do that? Those are the things that should be the goals. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to stop kicking small children in the face. Mm. Now that's how you stop sucking. I am going to write more about how I'm changing the world through my charity. Fuck yes, blog that shit. Mm. I am going to blog more is not a resolution, Sam. So, yeah, I can totally do that. Uh, go with that. So, Vonnegut, I think, was the one who... No, sorry, I'm mixing up things. You have to remind things. me who these people are, Sam. I'm not as smart uh, as you. I'm not talking about Vonnegut, actually. I'm going to talk about David Foster Wallace. He's a better one. So, oh, yeah, he, he has this long, um, beautiful commencement address thing, as many famous writers do. Um, and his is a particularly beautiful one, um, in which he talks about how if you want to, if you want to be a writer, so he was a writer, how he talks, or pretty much with anything, how if you're doing it for money or you're doing it for things or to be famous, it's never going to be enough. Um, and you've got to sort of love the thing itself. And then, which mm-hmm. is kind of like your blogging example. Like blogging seems to indicate, if that's your focus, it seems to indicate that the thing that you want is to be published and out there and people reading your things. And it's like a fame thing um, or like a, the lowest possible version of, of fame being a blogger. Um, mm-hmm. As opposed to, I really want to know more about X and that is in itself an interesting thing. Yeah. Yes. I see. I understand your point. That is that is that what I'm trying to say. I've forgotten what it was, but, <laughs> but I'm glad you understand. It's, it's very, very early, it's Sam. It's so early. Right now, it's pretty uh, early. Man, this is, um, is going to be a funny Am one. I recording this? Because we do that too. That's uh, how – we haven't told people this before, Sam, but that's how these conversations get on the internet. It's actually amazing to me how easy it is that I, you just Skype me and then it's, what do you use? Audio Hijack Pro. And yeah. then there it is. And then it goes on the internet. It's pretty damn amazing. Why are we doing this? Isn't this blogging, Sam? This is blogging. Oh, geez. No, but you know what? I feel okay about it because as you and I have agreed <laughs> many times, probably no one ever listens to it, but it's fun for us. But exactly. We do it for ourselves. It's self-indulgent. Yeah. Maybe that's what blogging's for, Sam. Hmm. Mm. No, but I th- maybe it's cool, for me. Right? I think that <laughs> I think any act of creativity is fundamentally like ridiculously narcissistic. Whoa, let's um, not get carried away. <laughs> no, creativity. totally is. <laughs> You've got to be really, really narcissistic to think that something that you create is worthwhile. And mm-hmm. all of the best, most creative people are arrogant assholes, really, who believe in wow. their own existence really deeply and that's great that's i think you have yeah. to be you can't it's you the, can't be nice you can't be nice and very creative you just can't it's the i am here declaration yeah. i am here look at me i did something all i, art I is wore basically, pants and drank tea <laughs> and grew a mustache and spoke about myself on the internet yeah all art is basically the human equivalent hmm. of birds saying fuck you other birds this is my tree or you but know the dogs most pissing in their corner artists, of the world Yes. The mm. most successful artists I know, though, I don't, maybe they're just really good actors, but I don't get the sense that they're doing what they do because they'd like other people to know that they did it um, mm. necessarily. What seems more likely, and I, I, I suppose I should add that this is mostly just musicians because those were the people who I exclusively hung out with for a very long mm. time. 
Uh, all of them were doing it because they really liked making music. And mm. the only reason they would record a song they wrote is because they actually liked it. Now, I'm not speaking for all musicians in the world. And God knows mm. there are enough musicians releasing things just for the sake of releasing them. That's the end state for some of them and the beginning point for others who think that's how you get famous um, and have more ladies hang around you. Um, mm. but, but the guys who are really successful, truly deeply successful, um, who I speak to are either big lying turds or <laughs> really doing this because they like doing it. And if other people like it, well, then that's okay mm. too. Yeah. But, yeah, you yeah. know, art not being shared doesn't work so well in their heads either. So I, I don't know, mm. Sam. Maybe well, we was... don't need to think about these things. <laughs> I don't know. Who's, uh, sorry, I've gone blank. The guy who wrote Franny and Zoe and Catch in the Rye, uh, JD Salinger. So he, he wrote, um, yeah, over the course of his lifetime, that dude. So he wrote like, in, 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 in rumors have it. He wrote like 50 novels. Um, and he never published any of them. He just sat on the manuscripts. And apparently in his will, I can't remember exactly the story, he asked his daughter to burn all of them so that no one would ever see them. Like, <laughs> Why is he, and they were so probably funny brilliant. That's ridiculously <laughs> funny. Yeah, but also, it may not be true, you know. It's one of those it things like we'll never know. There's no way to prove it. It's like totally. uh, Joseph, you what's his never... face, who spoke to the angels and created America. What is his name? <laughs> uh, Mormon, Mormon guy. Dum, dum, uh, dum. That uh, guy. Joseph yes. Mormon, no. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, let's, yeah. let's ask the internet. Mormonism, Joe. Joseph mm-hmm. Smith. What yes. a boring surname. Yeah, nobody read his blog. Or, you know, he had it transcribed. <laughs> Ah, kooky, kooky, I've got kooky. nothing, Sam. It's too early. <laughs> uh, why don't we just talk about things that we found this week that were awesome? Things that we uh, found this week that are awesome. Okay, I could probably do that, but I'm going to need a moment. Um, so why don't you start, Sam? Um, I rediscovered... Well, actually, there were so many things this week. So one of my favorite things this week is that I rediscovered a song from 1980-something that I've always really loved. And it is the strangest song in the whole world. And it's by Laurie Anderson, and it's called Oh, Superman. Do you know the song? No. Dude, you've got to go check it out. So she was this weird, like, performance artist in the early 80s. And she dated Lou Reed. In fact, she was married to Lou Reed. Of course. Um, and was equally strange. And Oh Superman is this like eight minute song, which is this weird thing about a voice message and it's sort of oddly 9-11 predicting. Um, and the whole eight minutes, there's this, this woman in the background going, ah, 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 wow. ah, super weird, but it's so great. It's just the best thing. So well, you've got to go check that shit out. <laughs> it made I me feel, happy. Um, I feel that you've just enhanced this whole thing. Oh, Superman. <laughs> cool. Just go listen to it. It is way cooler than it sounds. I will. I thought of something I like. Go. Um, it's called Cobook. And uh-huh. uh, a lot of people who may have found this conversation on the internet will probably be Cobook users already. Um, and it promises to do something that a lot of things have promised to do in the past and failed at, which is uh, just making handling your contacts, your address book, uh, mm. a lot easier, which sounds super boring and probably is. Um, mm. But they've done a really great iPhone app, uh, which is also an iPad app, um, that helps you to kind of 
fly through your contacts, merge the ones that um, you've got duplicates for. Because, you know, we've all been through this crazy growing up period with technology uh, over the last 10 years, 20 years, where uh, we know that computers might be good for something, but we're not sure what. So we put all our stuff in it and then proceed to have it scrambled as we move on to the next thing. Um, mm. So if your address book is anything like mine, you know, I've got like 15 entries for my friend Peter, who I went to school with and lost touch with 10 years ago. Um, yeah. And Cobook's pretty good at helping you figure that stuff out and also finding Peter on Facebook and saying hi. Um, but it's just really, it's like, it's the address book for the 21st century. They've got a, 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 an app in the Mac App Store for your desktop as well. Mm. That one is not quite as amazing. Yesterday, I got quite frustrated just trying to, to, to do the simple thing of finding a phone number and copying and pasting it. Didn't go so well. Mm. So not completely sold on Cobook on the desktop, but loving it on my iPhone. Um, hmm. And it's free. And then they've got these little packs that cost about $2 um, that read 25 Rand or so, uh, where you can buy like Foursquare and Instagram profiles, and then it'll add that to your contacts as well, um, or AngelList profiles or LinkedIn profiles. Um, oh, I'm not rad. sure I need that stuff. Um, no. But it has been pretty cool for just uh, getting my contacts together and making me feel um, like there's some semblance of organization going on within my address book that I never use because I don't uh, phone people so much. It's a pretty wild, pretty wild thing. Pretty yeah, good. Yeah, co-book. Good job. Yes, that's actually useful. That is an actually useful thing. Much more yes. useful than seven minutes of Laurie Anderson singing Oh Superman. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that, Sam. Um, uh, yeah. I did... But I did read something very interesting this week. Um, Do tell. You've probably seen it go around the internet. Have you have you seen that thing about new research into what happens to your brain physically while you're sleeping? Uh, no. I think it's from you know one of the popular science equivalents, and then it kind of went through the whole of it, my social circle. Um, Should I be so worried about those sirens, Sam? Sorry, there's nothing I can really do about them. I, I do don't live want you to do Saturn. anything about them. I just want to know whether or not I should be worried. It's probably probably some dignitary. It's probably okay? some dignitary. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. fine. I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, it's very early though. They might find my corpse lying here. It is, just, it you is know. quite oh, early. Oh, she died of earliness. It's okay. Terrible. Okay, enough about how early it is. Okay. Jesus, all right. Um, we get on. it. It's early, guys. Anyway, Seriously, let's move anyway. this along. <laughs> um, so, if we think about it, sleep must have some pretty damn useful function. Otherwise, we would probably have out of old sleep because for seven hours a day to be lying prone and helpless in a tree doesn't seem like a pretty good survival strategy. So, okay. I mean, you know that obviously not sleeping makes you kind of crazy and it does weird things to your memory. So, mm -hmm. but apparently new research is, has given some indication as to exactly what is physically happening. So, it turns out that there's this system in your brain that's kind of like a lymphatic system that literally clears out waste proteins that you've accumulated during the day by expending energy. And okay. if you don't clear those out, they're called like beta amyloids or something weird. Um, <laughs> and if you don't clear them out, then you get Alzheimer's and you go crazy. Um, wow. So it, it's literally like while you are sleeping, shit is draining out of your brain. It's like your, your cleansing, brain cleaning time. The little janitor goes in and cleans it all up, which is pretty okay. amazing. So yeah. what's the takeaway, Sam? Sleep more and you won't go Sleep crazy more. in your old age. Yep. Or even when you're young and you will generally perform better. Mm. Pretty much everyone I know doesn't sleep enough. Yeah. Except Mark. Mark sleeps enough. Your guy, he sleeps a lot. <laughs> My guy, 
He sleeps a lot. <laughs> good for Mark. He probably won't get Alzheimer's. Yeah, um, it's probably a it's good so thing. counterintuitive, though, that to be more productive, you have to sleep more, right? Mm. Um, it's obvious to anybody who found this conversation on the internet that we should be asleep right now. Um, mm. It's obvious to us, too. Uh, but there's like this thing in the world, maybe it's because we grow up with old people around us, except for Tom Waits, telling us that um, we should be waking up early. Uh, early mm. to bed, early to ri- Oh, they did cover the early to bed thing though, hey. Ah, there's the rub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, just, it just felt like um, all the older people than me were always up like three hours before I was growing up. Yeah, but they um, probably went to bed at half past six. Yeah. See, that's the secret, isn't it? Yeah. We got but that I mean, one that- wrong, Sam. <laughs> should have been listening to Tom Waits more carefully. Yeah. I'm sure that Tom Waits... Tom Waits was not going to bed at eight o'clock every night. I just have this mm. feeling. Um, but you, you spoke about that book several, several, several conversations ago mm-hmm. um, about how the ideal sleep cycle is going to bed when the sun sets pretty much and then waking up again in the middle of the night and then going to sleep some more. Oh, it wasn't a book. It was just a, an interesting article I read about um, mm. how we've evolved uh, as sleepy animals. Um, so we're not quite as bad as bears that just you know go to sleep for half a year. Also, I'm told we don't have bears anywhere near where I am. But, um, but yeah. So, so the theory is that before electricity and the ability to have lights come on whenever we wanted them to, which is fairly novel and new, um, we we used to sleep in spates of about four hours, and then we would wake up in the middle of the night, um, be awake for a little while, and then go back to sleep again, and generally have a nap in the day too. So, I suppose we slept more like kittens than bears. Um, <laughs> But that that was how we had adapted to to sleeping. Um, Mm. And it kind of makes sense when I look at my friends in Mediterranean countries like Spain, um, Mm. who kind of still live that way. They spend the whole middle of the day sleeping. Um, Mm. And then they're always up in the middle of the night. uh, And then Mm. they have another little sleep before they go to work. And those kind of two to four hour stretches of sleep apparently... um, just gel better with our brains than the solid six to eight hours that we've been told we need every night and then that's okay although Um, i mean our friends in spain definitely seem like happier and more balanced humans but are definitely not more productive humans overall that's all the come on Uh, i don't know all the the, the churros the churros eating pigs makes you happy we know this (laughs) <laughs> we need to obviously just imitate the Germans. Whatever the Germans are doing, clearly that's the thing to be doing. <laughs> uh, Do you know that, where did the Germans come from? No, I'm just thinking about particularly productive nations, although maybe being productive isn't the thing that you should want to do. Um, I did, interestingly, find an article about a year ago um, which looked at the average working day length of various countries. And the most successful countries economically tend to come out very low, like Germany and France and like pretty – the the Western economies that are still working. Um, They they work fewer hours in the day on average than the ones that aren't. Which yeah, is interesting. that is yeah. interesting, and certainly yeah. something that feels like it should be emulated by everyone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, isn't France the country that? Um, maybe it's not France. Maybe I'm thinking of one of the Nordic countries that mm-hmm. um, keeps continuously by by law, kind of reducing the the maximum work week. That sounds uh, like France. Sounds like France, right? I, I, I read an interesting stat the other day that's probably not true, but it said that people in France spend more time on holiday than people in America do working, 
which is amazing wow. to think of. Okay, and also explains a lot France. about the European economy. Um, yeah. I'm not moving to France, man. But you know what? Dude, you know I can what pick I up a smoking is, habit. Um, yeah. I think the thing is like, <laughs> and we touched on this last week, whether it's your diet or how much you exercise or how much you sleep or how much time you spend you watching Game of Thrones on the couch. It's mm. all about finding what works for you, right? Because mm. what we're learning from the world of medicine is that not everybody needs to eat the same way and that not mm. everybody needs to sleep the own way. That there's optimal ways that your body accepts the world based on your genes and whatever. And that this idea that there's a formula, that there's a perfect example or a perfect kind of thing that everybody should be doing that notion is just wrong. You know, some people mm. should not eat shellfish once a month because death. And other people should probably have more shellfish than they think they, they should because they mm. need more iodine or whatever. But the point is, and it's, it's a difficult thing to accept because it's not as easy as opening that self-help book your aunt gave you that tells mm. you exactly how everybody should be eating. And like, thanks, Tim Noakes, for discovering this amazing thing. But the truth is, it's harder than that. You need mm. to find out what works for you because some things do and some things don't. That thing that your brother eats that makes him super strong might give you indigestion. And mm. nobody writing books about the perfect diet would know that about your brother and you. Yes, so that is and true. And sleep's the but same, I, right? Yeah. Like I, I do think though, mm -hmm. sorry, just, just to kind of give the, the counter view. I, so the, everything you say is absolutely true. I do think that it's also worthwhile recognizing the ways in which you've been conditioned by the assumptions around you. And it's interesting to kind of do comparisons between different cultures in the world and re recognize that those things we assume to be true about when the best time is to sleep, when, how you should structure your diet, how you should structure your work life. All of those things differ radically in different environments. And it can be good to kind of start by understanding how you've been conditioned to think that things need to run. That's just my counterpoint. Yes. What were you saying about diet um, and brothers? I can't remember, Sam. It's gone <laughs> now. But, you know, okay. I worked in talk radio. I met uh, a lot of people, not in person, thankfully, um, most of them quite old and also crazy, who were awake at 2 o'clock in the morning phoning talk radio stations, which is usually mm. um, a good way to tell whether or not somebody's old and crazy. Um, <laughs> and, you know, these people... Uh, despite the fact that they thought Zimbabwe was being run by alien lizard overlords, um, they were they seemed to be okay sleeping two hours and then being awake the rest of the night. And it wasn't just an old thing because there were some young people too. And I discovered this whole subculture of human beings who live in a very different way from what I do. But, you know, mm. for them it seemed to work. They, they had discovered that. So mm. this is uh, probably the dumbest thing I've ever said. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to go hmm. to my super lame businessy conferency thing now. Um, <laughs> You're super okay. Uh, Are you meeting yes. with other creatives? But this is creative. So my favorite article about that word is Rich Mulholland's thing about you, you can't be a creative. You have to be a creative something. Creative is an adjective. It you is can't not, be a, an not adjective. a noun. You can't be an adjective. You can't Unlike be turquoise. turquoise. You can't be an adjective and a noun. <laughs> Exactly. So, Sam, um, uh, that was a great blog post, and uh, I kept quiet about it because I, it's amazing. Rich is, is, is really smart, and I had 
I was thinking the exact same thing, like in the uh, exact same month. And then Rich just perfectly put it down into blog form. I read that blog yeah. post, Sam. It was very good. I love good. that one. Mm, um, I'm glad Rich has a blog. I'm glad some people have blogs. It's mm-hmm. good. Rich yeah. is a creative. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, yes. he's a creative, tattooed person who does business things sometimes mm-hmm. and is a great public speaker. You've got to have the noun. That's the thing. Exactly. He's a, he's a creative blogger. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, All right, Sam. This has been weird and fun. <laughs> it has been super strange. Thank you. Yeah, let's do it again. Cool. Uh, next week, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Go, go back to bed. Enjoy your conference, Sam. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Thank you.